Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. On LOL Radio, it is time for us to investigate the weird wide world a little bit differently tonight as uh, I'm very happy to be joined on the phone by uh, the headline act from the upcoming comedy night at the Otway Estate. We have on the phone Richard Stubbs. How's it going? Hey, Jonathan. Good, thanks, man. Thank you so much for uh, having a chat tonight. Oh, my pleasure. You know, I'm a stand-up comedian. What am I doing? I'm not on stage. I'm just around. (laughs) Well, people would know your voice uh, for the the decades of radio and uh, TV work and stuff like that that uh, people would know you from. I know uh, it's going to sound weird, but the first time I saw your face was a uh, Vicks Vapor uh, commercial where you were uh, sniffing across the screen. So uh, that's right. A very very. Uh, and that was gold too. Can I just say that um, I did the Vicks Vapor ad. I did a lot. Of, I've done ads for all sorts of things, which have been awesome. Like I did these ads in Western Australia right, yep. for house insurance and car insurance, and uh, I had to wear a small house. And at another stage, I was wearing a small car, and there was a teddy bear involved with me. And I just, yeah, whatever, mate. And then <laughs> forgot all about it. Of course, went to Bali, which is full of Western Australians, and they're all going, "Where is your, where's your teddy bear?" <laughs> There's some large bloke to me at the buffet, and I'm like, I. I'm not sure what's happening right now. That, <laughs> Don't know what that's you're talking about. So it had been done already by... Um, was it prior to Umbilical Brothers or around uh, that time? That? No, it was uh, Alvin Purple. What's his name? Biggest Australian actor. Um, oh, I've gone blank on his name. Yeah, awkward. me too. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Him, that dude. <laughs> and by the way, uh, an elegant actor in Sydney has just sat up and spilled his red wine everywhere at the sort of being known as that guy from Alvin Purple. Yes, yes. Which is about a thousand years ago. But anyway, he'd done the big stat, and it was pretty much exactly the same. And I did it, and I gave it my own special something. Yes. And they looked at it and went, no, nah, this is awful. <laughs> can, you, can you do it again? Right. And fortunately, being a stand-up, I kind of observe things, and like I love to mimic voiceovers and stuff yep. like that. So I did the read exactly. As he had done the read. And they just went, like, I put the pauses in the same place. That's the one, I put yeah. The same pace on it. And they just, oh, that's gold. That's what's called. What a brilliant pre-check that was. It's just been a career of all sorts of highlights, I guess, for you. And uh, stand-up has been there from the get-go for you. Yeah, pretty much. I, um, I started out as a barman and waiter at The Last Laugh mm-hmm. and uh, a million years ago before many were born. Yep. <laughs> and, um, uh, and one night uh, at the upstairs bar of The Last Laugh, it was a venue split in two. Downstairs was the big room for big shows and yes, upstairs yep. was kind of a stand-up comedy bar and that was called La Joke. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the tryout night the, um, and there were no tryouts and the MC said, well, I can't do the whole show. I'm going to get the loud enough barman up to do something. <laughs> And uh, that would be me. So, yeah, so I got up and did my first gig. But it was kind of, you know, such a great experience. A thing that doesn't exist now for comedians coming through, and that is a a venue that is really generative and uh, the staff are all um, bar staff and they're all comedians or actors or 
something, and they were all there supporting and cheering on, and it was great, and I enjoyed it. And I went back the next night as a real tryout, and then kind of haven't stopped. It's just been the, the flowing effect from there. Yeah, yeah, another gig, yes. I'll do that, yes. Actually, I've got to say, the rubber chicken in yes. town, mm-hmm. in South Melbourne, uh, is a is a comedy venue in South Melbourne uh, that's taken over the old Water Rat pub. Yes. And they've just started, in the last few months, hiring comedians as the bar staff. Oh, right. And I just reckon it makes it... I was saying to the owner, I was saying, I think it makes such a great difference to the vibe of the place. Yes. That's it. Like, the person behind the bar is interested in the shows, and, and they're funny, and they chat, and... I don't know, it just creates a vibe, which reminds me a bit of those last last days, to be honest. Well, then they understand the premise of, you know, not loudly pouring drinks in the background and uh, interrupting yeah. the <laughs> the flow and of the show. Yeah, yeah, which, all which, of those things. And, and frowning angrily when people shush them. Yes. <laughs> crates of glasses around, yeah. <laughs> so from those, those early days, you've been, uh, as you say, gigging ever since quite a lot of uh, gigs around Australia and overseas as well. Lots of Melbourne comedy festivals to your belt. And uh, you're about to add the Otway Estate to it. Here we go. <laughs> it's, all been, it's all been pointing to this. Uh, fortunately, not on my own, Jared Goundry. I know mm-hmm. you've seen Jared Goundry or Billy Styles, yes. who are also on the bill. Hilarious. Jared's working all over the place. He's really, really good. Billy Styles is hilarious. I've seen him. We've worked together lots of times. And um, it's great. It's going to be a great I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I hope people get along. Um, my brother lives in Apollo Bay, and I'm trying to tell him to get those people to move outside their 5K Comfort zone, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, get up over the hill and come and see it. Well, have you uh, travelled down this way before for, for comedy? Uh, no, not for, not for comedy. Like, as I say, my brother lives in Apollo Bay. Yes, yep, uh, yep. So I'm, I'm sort of that coastal area I'm really familiar with. But no, I haven't done gigs around... Um, More the Otway uh, area. The Otways for ages. Yep. So, yeah, this will be great. I'm really... I think that's one of the reasons I'm all excited. Like, oh, great. This will be fun. New, new turf to uh, explore. Well, and also, a fair old way to travel for me. Yes. So, I don't plan on getting there and just phoning it in. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. Yep. I'm not going to all that travel to uh, deliver something average. I want to bring my A game, and and I appreciate. It. I think you know because we've got plague everywhere, and we've got yes. all that sort of stuff, and everyone has to take care. And by the way, if you want to wear a mask in the venue, you go right ahead. There's no problem for me you doing that. Whatever you feel comfortable doing. But I just think that puts pressure on performers even more when people finally plonk down their hard earned on a Friday night to go, this is it, this is what we're spending our money on, I really feel that um, emphasis, that importance to really, you know, deliver to people so they come away going, oh, that was worth it, that was great. The laughs are still going to come even though uh, might be through a mask. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, the mask just makes you laugh louder and uh, if you can, put a smile on the mask. Yes. <laughs> I've seen a few if you do that, we get the old uh, permanent marker out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I actually really like masks for myself in everyday life. Yes. I don't know about you, but I have a, a terrifically bad case of resting bitch face. <laughs> and and when I wear a mask, people think I look a lot happier than I normally do. <laughs> people are actually warmer to me if I've got a mask on when they see me. They, otherwise, they see me and go, whoa, that bloke's cracked us. I wonder what's up with him. And I'm just thinking about cheese or something on it. Not my fault, but yeah. It's the smiling eyes. That's <laughs> right. I've got twinkly eyes. What was that? Who was that character in uh, Get Smart? Who was, oh, Simon the Likeable. 
<laughs> yes. Simon the Likeable was a Chaos Assassin, and uh, you can look him up on YouTube or something afterwards, and it's part of your LOL mandate, I guess, to look at those sort of things. The, uh, Simon the Likeable was a Chaos Assassin under Siegfried, and um, he had twinkling eyes and a lovely smile. And everyone just went, ah, oh, he's in now. Uh, whenever anyone says twinkly eyes, that's how you, straight who you go to. That's way my brain works. Yeah, I think it's Simon the Likeable. Well, is that where, uh, as you're talking about your brain there, I'm deviating, I apologise, but uh, as COVID uh, first hit, you kicked off with a brand new podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so that was partly, uh, I've got a mate who's a stand-up comedian in um, the Gold Coast, mm-hmm. and the two of us were just sitting around, and I, I did it for lots of reasons. I, I mainly did it, I think, just the creative juices going. Keep flying, yes, um, yep. You know, and, uh, the family that you're locked in the house with during lockdown can only hear so many stand-up routines. <laughs> ah, what's the deal with them? Yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, you need an outlet. So, um, yeah, so the podcast got started from that. It's still going. We we enjoy it. It's called The Mess Around. You can look it up. Yep. Uh, two blokes just mucking around. Doesn't, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and struggling, to, if I'm honest, <laughs> to get through a lot of challenges that we seem to bring on ourselves. Yeah. Well, you recently celebrated the 100th episode. Yes, thank you. Well done. Yeah, I know, right? And we're quietly proud. Uh, we're, we've are we done two solid years now, 104 plus episodes, without missing a week. Uh, yeah. Despite plague, despite uh, being in two different spots, despite him being in a Gold Coast apartment that rains shorts out the elevator and the electricity and... <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we improvise, we adapt, we overcome. We're like the US Marines or something. <laughs> Whatever the case may be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the podcast goes about 40, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing to listen to while you're doing something else. If you're going for a walk or you're tidying the garage or doing the gardening or something like that. You can listen to people and then no matter who you are, here's the good thing about the Mess Around podcast. No matter who you are, you'll listen to it and go, well, I thought my life was crap, but at least I'm going better than most of you. <laughs> Things could be worse. I could be you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. Hopefully, you don't uh, come across any uh, p- potential material then at uh, the upcoming stand-up night. <laughs> yeah, there's always stuff. Uh, I think stand-up kind of everywhere. You know, uh, part of being a stand-up is that your filters are you're always drifting, mm-hmm. right? You're just always looking at things and storing them away. You're like a bow bird. You hear a phrase or you see something and you just cool. And you put that to one side, and then later on you'll see something that links to it and it gets your mind thinking at least that's our mind humming along so, yeah so you know stand-up comedy is a very broad church and people approach it in lots and lots of different ways i'm always in awe of the people who can just kind of sit down lock themselves away sit down and write right, a, yes. a show yeah i'm not really like that i kind of i have ideas and i have things and i say them on stage and then I, some of them work and some of them don't and then there's kind of a distillation process where you you get it down to something that does work and then you put that polished bit on the shelf and then you do more and more and more and then you kind of move all those around and shows get created that way. Well, they always have for me. But as I say, all comedians are different. You have their own process. Yeah, yeah. Well, Richard, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and I really do appreciate you taking the time out tonight. Oh, man, thank you. Uh, I've been stalling while someone else feeds the dogs. This is is a delight, Jonathan. I'm, I'm, I'm just you know, happy to be on, and uh, thanks so much for supporting it. You're going to come along? It'll be Friday week. Friday week, the 29th of July, yep, 8pm at the Otway Estate, and as you said, uh, your good self and Jared Gandry and Billy Styles are uh, on the bill, 
and uh, bookings are through Eventbrite. So we've got all those links we'll be sharing again uh, up on the LOL Radio Facebook page. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you for that. I hope you come along, have a beer, we'll have a chat. Too easy. Well, uh, thanks again. And uh, that's Richard Stubbs there on LOL Radio. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with uh, more comedy songs, sketch and stand-up after this.